So I'm indeed honored to speak to you about giving uh, generosity. So my talk is entitled uh, God Giving and Generosity. I want to throw a few thoughts from the scripture, from the Bible and also, you know, share a few personal experiences. Though I really feel like I'm a, I'm a newbie at giving, but um, I still have a long, long way to go. But I would also say this by the grace of God, both Anita and I have practiced giving and generosity to the best of our ability since we got married and even since we were single um, you know we both have a, a great heart to give everything to the lord and to live life open hands open doors open home open everything um so yeah let's uh, just quickly ask the lord uh, father help us even as we seek you from your word this evening time i pray lord that you would stir up our hearts to become givers um, and be generous just like you because that's your heart and I pray father that you would give us Lord a, a, a taste and the ability the divine grace to become a little bit more like you and uh, also then to partake in your joy by becoming givers and generous givers and enjoy what it is Lord to be like God in our giving so father we just uh, pray and uh, commit this time into your hands and we give you all the glory in Jesus mighty name amen hey amen so i want to start with the story uh this lockdown season actually took us away from mumbai city where we've been there you know for like almost donkey's years um all our life i've been in mumbai i've been a mumbaiker and uh, but the lockdown uh, mysteriously just hijacked us from where we were from mumbai city into a, a little not so comfortable zone but honestly for me, it's really a comfort zone, you know, in the sense uh, we moved to Mangalore, a little away from Mangalore where, you know, a, a very rural kind of setting where we're surrounded by a farm. Uh, my dad always believed that there would be a, some sort of a world war. And so he spent a good amount of his time securing some amount of money to to buy a farm. And when the Corona situation hit, you know, he, he said, this is it, boys. This is it. You know, we've got to <laughs> make our escape before you know, the Illuminati or whatever, you know, get, gets to us, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, he's been a great uh, dad, a great planner, a great um, steward of his resources and his time. And he's been super family focused all his life. So all the money that he made working abroad, you know, he kind of, uh, you know, secured not only for our generation, but for the generation to come as well. So he did a great job at it. I get to enjoy a lot of it just simply free. Uh, <laughs> so in a way, it also... It helps me, you know, live my life pretty recklessly and carelessly because I know there's a backup, you know, <laughs> so I can really, you know, give my all to the Lord and I'm grateful in all in God's great grand plan. It all sort of fits together. So, you know, we 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 uh, start, we moved to Mangalore and, you know, over the last couple of months, uh, I had some amazing opportunities to watch uh, and to be a part of firsthand sowing and reaping process you know the, the sowing and reaping process whether it's growing rice uh, or even as a matter of fact you know growing some fruit trees sowing some pineapple chiku and apple and you know we are seeing those things come right in front of us so the, as one day as i was just strolling through the backyard of my house you know the lord spoke to me and said there's only one thing that is more greater or one thing that's greater than um bearing fruit as I looked at this Ramafal tree, there's a nice short and stout Ramafal tree. And, um, you know, it's 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 just bursting forth with fruit. And I looked at that and I was like, wow, this is so amazing. And the Lord said, there's only one thing more 
you know that's more 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 value than growing fruit and that is sowing seeds sowing seeds you know uh, a lot of us focus on fruit bearing and yes absolutely that is the bang on thing to do we've got to focus on good fruits but there's one thing that is even greater than that and jesus taught us that unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies it cannot bear fruit but if it does then it bears many fruits a great harvest and that's the same with trees you know within a seed lies the potential of a forest it's amazing it's a huge huge thing to grasp within one seed lies the potential to literally bring forth a forest and a, a, you know a forest of its own kind so imagine if you had an a mango tree you know and that and that one seed of the mango tree has the potential to create a mango grove and tons and tons of mango. and if you walk you know if you cultivate and you go like you know acres of that mango grove you'll still be able to trace back that this seed is of this particular variety and of this particular kind you know so it's amazing that the glory of that entire forest or that entire grove will go back to that that one mango tree that gave its seed to make it you know so uh, it it's really been dawning on me and we've practiced this and i want to practice it all the more giving and generosity you know god by default is a giver the nature of god is to give The Bible says in Acts 17:24 Paul preaches his great sermon to the Athenians uh, the people at Athens and he says uh, the god who made the world and everything in it is the lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples made by human hands and he does not, and he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything rather he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else There is an amazing Matt Redman song based on this verse. It's called, uh, um, it's called, uh, I think it's called the gift or some greatest gift or something. It's about you know uh, that God Himself gives life and breath to everything else. Think about it, friends, for a moment. That He does not take anything from anyone. He is purely unidirectional in terms of His giving. It's just giving out. giving out life giving out breath giving out um, you know talents giving out grace giving out everything god by nature is a giver god by nature is the giver he has given everything he when he created the universe he created with a giving so so it's and you and i get the privilege of being children of the most high god so you and i have the privilege of being a little bit like him and we understand him a little better when we begin to give You know when parents have their first child and you know mothers are pushed out of their comfort zone up until that point when they are in their honeymoon period <laughs> and I see I see I see Benji's wife I see uh, I see uh, Juhi I see Anita you know Anita's little past that phase right now but I see uh, you know recently Prince from our team just his wife just entered into this phase he just had a baby this week and it's amazing when you're pushed out of your comfort zone now to your nights are troubled you have you know your nights you know your baby is rocking you and you know you're you're waking up anita still wakes up about five times every night because bah there'll be a cry from the other room and she's just got to go pacify the baby and then you know sort of like come back or sometimes she just camps there for the night you know so <laughs> it's it's amazing that you know that whole process of giving is really what makes a mother a mother and makes a father a father you're now pushed beyond your comfort zone and now you begin to enjoy 
being a part of someone else's life by giving to them for the very first time you're part of something else you know you're moved out of your comfort zone yes up until that point you loved life you know you loved your um you know your your honeymoon zone you loved doing your makeup you loved your me time you loved all of that but now all of that is just suddenly you know it's it's it just and a lot of people find it really hard to uh, to come to terms with that a lot of people go into depression you know initially <laughs> they're like no man i can't there's a lot of couple fights and quarrels and you take care of the baby you know you take care of the baby no you wake up and you know all of that but it's amazing how that actually pushes us parenting parenthood actually pushes us into a zone of giving the bible says you know in john 3:16 god gave his son for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life uh, god had to give his only son for the redemption of mankind so that you and i could be saved it costed him something it costed him his own son it was a big cost but behind that cost is the joy you know the 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 beauty and the reward of giving is the joy that comes with it that's why jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive god gave us gifts it's amazing to me that in ephesians 4:8 it says um when he ascended up on high he led captives and he gave gifts unto men he gave us gifts he gave you and me gifts and the greatest thing about this gift giving is that before you were born he already invested into your dna certain gifts if you're going to be a bass player like benji that was already invested before the foundation of the world if you're going to be able to speak well you know your your personality you know certain traits about you they were already invested into you before the foundation of the world before he sent you into this world you know they were invested as beautiful gifts and the great news in romans 11:29 is the god's gifts and his call are irrevocable did you think about it god's gift and his call are irrevocable when god gives gifts to his people if he called you to be a prophet he's not going to take that back from you if he called you to you know to do something he's never going to take it back never ever we think sometimes our mess ups may take away these things from us no it can take away the influence it can impact it in a certain way but the gift will never go away so when god gives he runs the risk of the abuse of that gifting but he still takes a risk and gives nevertheless isn't it amazing god gives god gives and uh you know i i i uh, in a season of my life the lord began to show me um a, a great mystery in fact a great mystery on how the heavenly economy works and he said son look at the stock exchange i said wow yes lord i mean it's amazing companies uh, start startups you know they start and people invest money and those startups grow really big and you know and they they graph goes up and all that i know to see is you know the graph and if i see a graph that's going up like that it means it's a multi bagger you know <laughs> and uh, you know it's a good thing to invest in but who knows what a multi bagger is unless it becomes one you know many times and the lord said that he said my my kingdom functions a lot like that you know he says my kingdom functions a lot like that and he says you know when people invest in the ministry not just their money but their time their support their prayer they become a part of that 
If you pray for something or someone, you become a part of that. You invest into that. It's like investing in the stock exchange. And tomorrow, in God's divine stock exchange, when everything is seen on the big screen, and you know whatever that ministry was, when whether when zealous was small and in the conception stage, some of you probably stood with Ninad. And now you know, fast forward a few years later, zealous will be huge. And it'll basically have its impact on the nation and the nations of the world and stuff like that. Even before that, the one that invested, the senior pastor uh, uh, who invested into Ninad, you know, is going to have that reward. Ninad is going to have the reward. But all of you who stood with Ninad is going to have that reward and with Zealous. And then in eternity, the souls that were impacted from Zealous are all going to be measured. And when they're measured, Probably 10 generations down, Lord willing, if Jesus doesn't come by then, somebody will say, I was impacted and they'll trace the chain back to Zealous Pune and they'll say, you know, this is it. And guess who's going to get a royalty for every soul? You. Ninad's going to get a royalty for every soul that comes through that. And um, Ninad, your senior pastor, I, I forget his name. Kevin Lu. Pastor Kevin Lu will get a royalty for all the great harvest, not only now. And therefore, it's very important to see this perspective. When you sow your time, you sow your talent, you sow your treasure, you become a part of it. You know, so generosity is... is so I want to suggest to you, uh, you know, from my learnings, that um, that giving is equal to investment. Giving is always, always equal to investment. We think, oh, sometimes giving is equal to investment. Sometimes we just give just like that. No, in God's eyes, giving is always equal to investment. Now I'll tell you in God's economy, things so function so differently. When the widow came and dropped two copper coins and the whole room heard the sound. Dang, dang. You know, they heard the sound. People wondered, what's going to happen of these two coins? They can't even buy us a loaf of bread. What's going to happen with that? Jesus said she has given more than everybody else in this room because in God's economy that was like two lakhs or two crores in people's economy that was so you know in people's economy that seemed like not even two pennies so the beauty is in God's kingdom the the economy from when you give out of sacrifice your giving is of higher value it doesn't matter about the amount. We always think it's about the amount. Oh, I want to give 2 lakh rupees. Oh, I want to give 20,000. You know, we always think think about it as an amount. No, but God measures the value based on the sacrifice. If you forfeit your bike that you were just about to buy an R15 or, you know, whatever, your Hayabusa or whatever, and you give that, or, you know, you give your, you know, you sell something and you give. God always looks at the sacrifice behind the giving. And so the Lord was showing me all these great Methodist churches one day. And a lot of people say, what's happening at the Methodist church, man? It's a dead church, you know. A lot of, there's a lot of corruption and this and that, you know. And uh, a lot of the mainline churches get that tag these days. And the Lord was showing me, he said, son, don't worry about those tags. Because for every Methodist church, and they're continuing to open more still. He said, every church that opens and every soul that comes out of those churches and every missionary that is planted out even if they you know leave those churches and a product of those churches there is still a royalty structure in place that goes back to john wesley 
and john wesley still gets credited into his heavenly account for doing nothing right now but sitting and enjoying his investment he said give me 100 people like me lord and i will shake the world that was his prayer and he did it and the and his legacy still continues i'm just using an an example but that example applies to all groups all denominations all people and you and i may be a product of that like i'm a product of a basel mission church which is you know a group of german missionaries sold their lands came to karnataka and set up and then my great grand great great grandparents converted and then so on and so forth i still you know of my life and my impact people may think oh sheldon bangera the great man of god no 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 but the, there's a greater uh, you know uh royalty structure that's in place that they're going to enjoy and guess what who's going to enjoy the royalty structure over ninad and juhi's life their parents their parents god's not forgetting your parents you know i want to talk to you about god's heavenly royalty structure because they gave life they gave love they gave nourishing they gave education because of which you can even preach today they gave you all of these things so god's going to hold this amazing amazing rewards you know when we look at it we look sometimes we look at it very uh very one dimensional like all the people that do uh, serve in ministry are going to get great rewards everybody else is going to be a loser you know we look at it like that but god looks at it very differently guys god looks at it very differently for god a paul and a barnabas may be on the same page Barnabas who would minister unto Paul or Silas that would accompany him would have an equal reward. Sometimes we are ministry public figures, and this is what I always tell my team. It looks like the public figures get it all, but I tell you what, many of the public figures on that day will actually be pushed aside, and God will say, "The one who actually stood behind you to push you ahead will get a greater reward." It's phenomenal. It's really phenomenal, and so you know, uh, you know, I hope this is speaking to you, and you know, encouraging you and opening your mind, uh, as God showed me uh, these amazing things. So I want to extrapolate three things from this, uh, you know, from these little stories that I've shared. Um, you know, uh, Billy Graham once said, I believe it's Billy Graham who said it. If God is not blessing what I am doing, let me be a part of what God is blessing. there comes a time in our life sometimes where we see man i'm doing a lot but i'm it's not getting blessed so what do i do i think god wants us in that moment he tests us to see if we're going to go and be a part of somebody else's vision or what somebody else is doing that god actually has his hands on so three things i want to share with you here uh number 1 you know and i'll share a little bit of life stories after this from between anita and i you know things that we've uh done over the years by the grace of god number 1 All things belong to God. All things belong to God. You are only a steward. Your time, your talent, your treasure, your house, your car, your guitar, your your voice, your your speaking ability, your brain, your intellect, your IQ, your comprehensibility of things. You know your every little thing belongs to God. You belong to God. You've been bought with a price. You don't belong to yourself. You know you belong to God. and therefore you are only a steward so god has entrusted you the great responsibility of taking this what he has given you and taking care of it and multiplying it multiply your gifts multiply what you have take care of it multiply it and therefore i always tell our young people i say put all your gifts on the platter what do you have speaking singing dancing you know sharing you know put all of it together god wants you to use all of it and he wants you to reinvest all of it 
and you will begin to figure out as you put them all down on the table you will begin to figure out oh i'm not just a singer i can speak as well oh, i'm not just a speaker i can do this as well oh i'm not just a speaker and a preacher i can cook as well and only can i cook i can even serve and i can make chai and serve people and i can swap my role of being a public figure to suddenly be a servant of all and just go and serve and wash feet and give massages to people and just love people you know it's all in that package of giving and you have to be able to switch nobody is big or small god loves everyone and especially god loves the switches <laughs> god loves the the switches god loves this, the the king becoming servant you know and uh, god loves all these amazing com- combinations and so all things belong to god you're only a steward number 2 live to give live to give god is always in a deficit the deficit is pretty large actually for god <laughs> god is always in a deficit is always in minus because he has given and therefore he owes nothing to anyone but others owe him it'll be a great testimony for you if you and i can be in a place where we owe nothing to anyone but others owe us you know in the ministry in our personal walk with god with our friends with our family that we give and give and give to have a great deficit because whoever has a deficit in this world will have a reward in heaven whoever has a deficit in this world will have a reward in heaven jesus said don't be like the pharisees when they pray this much they make it sound like wah 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 you know make it sound like a big prayer when they you know when they they stand in the marketplaces with great clothes and they want to be greeted by everyone he says their reward is done they've got the praise of man so if you get the praise of man your reward is done in this world jesus said that's bad news for us public figures <laughs> that's real bad news for us because people are constantly celebrating us and that tells us that heaven's going to how much more we need to work hard and do things undercover <laughs> to get some some little thoda to milna chahiye you know some reward in heaven so god <laughs> so god god really um you know is going to bless those who haven't been acknowledged and i wrote a song about this a few years ago the upside down kingdom where servants sit on thrones where the last become the first and the greatest are unknowns the greatest are unknowns and i'll be surprised on that and everybody will think hey sheldon's going to be celebrated in heaven and somebody who was a sweeper in some little village will come and will have a great standing ovation before me and i have to come to terms with that because that's what the kingdom is all about isn't it amazing so second live to give you know passively said something um uh john shared a little bit about passively there's a beautiful quote i don't know if he shared that but he said god came to him one day and said change your giving i will change your living change your giving i will change your living and go- and god was faithful passively has some amazing stories that he can share with you about how he changed his giving and the lord changed his giving completely and number 3 giving is the means to be counted among the great giving is not everyone's cup of tea the natural human discourse is to take और दो और दो मुझे और दो और दो कम है और दो इतना छोटा घर और बड़ा घर चाहिए इतना छोटा गाड़ी और बड़ी गाड़ी चाहिए सो दैट्स द डिफॉल्ट डिस्कोर्स ऑफ द ह्यूमन नेचर आई वांट मोर आई वांट मोर प्रेस आई वांट मोर लव आई वांट मोर दिस आई वांट मोर दैट बट ग्रेटनेस इज इन एक्चुअली स्वॉपिंग दैट जस्ट रिवर्सिंग दैट ग्रेटनेस इज इन गिविंग 
you've got to give your time talent and treasure and i'm encouraging you guys as uh, as great pillars of of zealous pune and god is doing a great work in 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 your community and i believe in the coming days he's going to grow it big and so you know it's 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 really big and important for you to get this about giving and you know for it to go deep down giving in every measure giving your time many of us are able to give our money but not our time you know you've got to strive to give more time because i believe the kingdom of god requires time people's involvement it's not possible for one couple or just a couple of couples to handle this great responsibility of growing this church and growing and growing even the community it's not possible for them to look into it but if everybody works together and i always tell our team this i say if we all come together and pull the net there'll be a great harvest you know and I, and i tell them sometimes i feel the load of actually pulling the net almost all alone but i say you know what guys let's pull the net together let's gather together and that's that's why we're in lucknow actually just celebrating just barbecuing just chilling out you know just getting time um, you know to actually pull the net together and we we did a nice christmas uh, thing it was just random and spontaneous and we did like a one take video like some 10 11 carols stitched together and it was it was fun you're going to watch it coming out in the next 10 days it's going to be out there on youtube it's fun so um So I wanted to share with you a big verse from 2 Corinthians 9:6-8. I'm going to close very shortly in the next couple of minutes, but remember this, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9:6-8. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. you know and this really encourages us to give more and more when you listen to the story of the woman at uh, the widow at zarafat and uh, the prophet uh, elijah uh, went there she said my lord i just have little bit of gehu ka aata and thoda tel hai hum log ye kha ke marne wale this was the last meal we're going to die after this meal so the prophet tells her listen lady you die later before that i'm going to die if you don't feed me so first feed me and then you can happily die exactly these are his words in the bible okay and uh, so she makes that roti and he says as surely as the lord lives because you fed me first you fed the lord first you didn't feed you know this man but you fed the lord first the oil in your house will never run out and just bring your vessels and she brings her vessels and it keeps on so god uses our giving especially our hard pressed sacrificial you know i can't give lord it's difficult now not now come next year lord <laughs> and the lord uses those moments you know to say uh you know to basically uh turn that into an abundant harvest i believe some of you are about to have those kind of encounters those encounters are one in a lifetime encounters imagine the oil in your house never running out imagine your supplies and finances never running out Imagine you getting a business that actually gives birth to another 10 businesses that you never run out you sit back and relax and enjoy. I believe those kind of encounters are coming your way. In the sacrifice is hidden is hidden the seed for a great harvest. So you know in those tough times don't despise those tough times you know and that's why you should pray and ask the Lord. And what I do I've learned over the years Lord show me where your spirit is going to fall which which is that guy which is that girl which is and and a lot help me to identify them way 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 long before you know people see that 
so that I can be that merchant of fine pearls. I can be that guy that sees them. And therefore, you know, the Lord has given me the grace of being, uh, you know, mentor over so many young guys who are yet not discovered by the world. But when their day comes, you know, I'll get to celebrate first. Yeah, I was an investor. <laughs> and so, you know, I want to share a few personal experiences. When Anita and I got married, it was December 2012, Jan 2013. As soon as we returned back from our honeymoon, God gave us our first project. A couple who were going through a really, really tough time, almost on the words of divorce. And God sent them to our house to live with us. And said, you know, I was like, God, this is like an invasion of our bedroom, our, you know, everything, our whole time, like, you know. And the Lord said, this is how it's going to be. And then the Lord kept pushing our comfort zone ever since then. You know, we came, when we came to Lucknow, we met these guys, Emmanuel and all. Uh, and that's where just spending some time with them today god's built out a great ministry out of you know just that little conversation sometimes in your conversation is lying the potential to really build your destiny we just had a casual conversation these guys were touched they gave their hearts to the lord and literally half of lucknow came to the lord with them you know <laughs> an exaggeration but you know literally the way uh, you know ninad would say yes i agree with you <laughs> <laughs> you know the the joy and and today so many are blessed and you know it just grew and grew and this whole jaga movement grew we, we 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 gave it a name we gave it a shape and we gave it a vision because we saw god was doing something and now through that many young people are blessed you know and it just takes a little bit of discomfort and then you know uh, we kept our homes always open benji was there he was a witness you know we've kept our homes open and it's been open ever since We've always pushed our comfort zone and that is the truth with literally every minister of the gospel that I know. You know, your homes will become public home, your ho property will become public property and in that God will bless so many others and God will bless you as well. And, um, you know, over the years, we've been asked by the Lord and even up until this point, we don't even know how much we give to ministry but it's anywhere above 70% of all our finances. And I did a math one day, I sat and did a math for the sake of, you know, just for, you know, just to think. And I said, like, okay, if I had saved up for these last 10 or 12 years uh, of uh, savings, and if I didn't really invest much, okay, if I gave my tithe, and if the rest I kept for myself, I would have easily bought a flat worth 1.5 crores in Mumbai. So I realized I did the math and I was like, wow, this is cool, man. So I've given away a flat, you know, up until this point in just this much time. And I know how much more of value this is. So God gives us this amazing opportunity and privilege to give and give more and give more time effort money and give even when it pains because i'll tell you many times we've given and people have been ungrateful back to us and many times people have not reciprocated that well and god has said still relax people are not always going to realize that but you've done your job of giving you've done your job of investing you've done your job of feeding them you've done your job of launching their ministry you've done your job of you know uh, of, of the way you've, you've done it so your reward is great you relax and sit back so i want to encourage you i want to bring it to a close don't overshoot time i want to bring it to a close guys in zealous god loves you and we get to be a part so pray and as we pray right now of course we're going to throw it open to some question and answers maybe at the end of that i'll pray with you for you for a great generosity generous anointing to come upon you zealous generous generous zealous uh, to come upon you guys that god would help further the kingdom of god yeah um yeah god bless you guys so i'm done <laughs> nenad over to you wow hey sheldon thank you so much thank you so much for stirring our hearts 
Hey, is it just me or are your hearts really being stirred over the last uh, 20 25 minutes or so? If if that's you, can I can I see your emojis or show of hands if that's you if you have been stirred in your heart? Challenge is the right word I would say. If you have been challenged uh in your heart uh to really put it into practice uh put it up in chat as well you know something that really stood out for you uh i want to just uh, just uh, glide into our time of uh, your personal learnings uh and and your personal takeaways uh let's do this right i know every time we ask for some time of q and a uh while we while we have a couple of people maybe just uh, a thought or a question that you would want to shoot out why don't each of us or maybe most of us just share in the chat uh your one takeaway from tonight right uh while 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 people are throwing their questions uh, if you've got a question i'm just going to we, we'll start with maybe two or three questions for now uh if you've got a question don't wait for me to probe you more uh just so that we can get the most of our time over here just unmute yourself and uh just shoot your question or your thought or something that you resonated with uh which held in Sheldon Juhi here yeah okay i'm going to keep my camera off cuz um yeah i wouldn't want to see you guys i wouldn't want you guys to see earlier jumping on me but okay this is something that has you know i think all of us have struggled with but i'm just going to put it out there cuz i know something sometimes it plays on my mind too when you talk about giving and and not saving up and you know investing in people and ministry and not really uh in things of your own like a house or property how do you keep the balance how do you let, don't not allow your emotions overrun what really needs to be done you know how great can question. we be practical great question juhi great question see i i believe um i i definitely believe you know um, i hope my uh, summon on generosity didn't, didn't throw you guys off balance to think like you know <laughs> empty your pockets and stuff uh, god honors uh, people who honor responsibility you know we have all got duties i have a duty as a father i have a duty as a husband i have a duty to spend time with my wife with my kids and uh, you know that's uh, that's that that we have to keep coming back there and uh, you know maintain a good balance that we basically you know in the order of our, our, our giving like what what we can what can we do with finances what do we do with money number 1 you know we we give to god you know number 2 we save then we invest uh you know because saving is for security investing is you know later on uh with the surplus that you have you can multiply it you know with other things that you do with your money like you know maybe mutual funds or whatever and then you know uh then what else you 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 know you you spend lastly so if you move in that order and lastly you know with all that you know is is left you still continue to give so i think it works out the dynamics of this work out very differently uh, for different people and different situations you you must not neglect your family because that is your at topmost priority and i've seen people do this and recently i was talking to someone uh, a, a a woman of god and she said i wish somebody taught us the way because i'll tell you one of the things that we taught uh, all our young uh, sons and daughters in the ministry we taught them the the, the first thing uh, we taught them was to earn many of them came with tall dreams of being full time ministers we said no full time ministry no nothing no singing no stage nothing first thing let me see if you can earn well 
take up a job a music teacher or whatever you know let's see if you can earn that and value that so that's the first thing that we did and then after that you know we began to slowly um, open up things for them it's because now my daughter amana um you know we were having this conversation in the car the other day and uh, you know anita and i uh, so i told her i said i told anita and amana was overhearing us i told anita i said when these kids grow up i don't want them to be, like, be a massive burden on us so we've got to set her up with some business idea soon you know uh, so we were just talking amana heard it she said dad what can i do i said amana listen you know you are a smart kid you are good we love you we 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 we, we salute you you got to start a business soon okay <laughs> so um so she was like okay dad what can i do can i sell lemonade because she reads her homeschool books and you know kids in the us they sell lemonade and they make money and they give to ministry so he said uh, child lemonade is not a great idea in india it's not that famous but something else you know so she said uh, dad cupcakes like okay cupcakes uh, maybe okay what else uh, so she said dad what about so she thought over a day and then she came to her mom and she came out with she said i'm going to make laddus so there was born the laddu project trust me as you're laughing at it right now there's an order of 300 laddus from a local guy in lucknow we are in lucknow right now last I sunday last I sunday she made laddus and sold all the laddus in church okay for and made 4500 rupees her first income at age 6 and put the 100% hun- of that money into ministry the result was in the same week god blessed her with an order of 300 laddus now we designed a logo and made a, you know made it making it a big deal out of it so it's really sweet so here's my thing guys that you know um, giving should not really be an emotional thing now i know some of us are emotional i am one of them we're emotional and we can write off our house our car we can do crazy things like that and i believe some people have this gift of generosity but then there are others to actually balance this like i think in marriage one would be more generous than the other and the other would help them be in check and yes we need to have this good balance of saving for medical saving for education saving for a home saving for you know xyz but from time to time keep asking the lord and i think the lord will be able to lead us and guide us and therefore the agreement of two really works if you are all alone man praise god you can really you know give everything but if you if you got a wife and then kids and responsibility that's going to look a little different so you know you've got to sit with your spouse and decide how much you can give so i sit with anita often and uh, and you know i ask her hey i'm planning to give away and a huge sum otherwise you know you know so i'm like babe i'm planning to give away like a lakh for this she'd be like uh, okay initially you'd be like what a lakh ah. you know and now it's like <laughs> ah, okay fine no problem yeah because we've come to realize that god will take care yes so it's got to be done together and uh, it has to be done in this balance of giving saving investing spending you know you have to have this right if you're only giving and you don't have money to spend also you know it's not a good thing uh, you have to be able to have money to save spend invest and also give that makes perfect sense thank you brilliant brilliant thanks alan benji i think you had raised a hand go for it no i was just i was you asked me if you really enjoyed raise your hand so. <laughs> oh put that put that down right hey guys uh, let's take maybe uh, one john do you have a question yeah okay. i don't know i am going to say something if it turns into a question why not 
at uh, chalan you mentioned something about like so my brain usually when it's listening to someone speak right it directly goes into this insanely uh, uh content mode because mm. i'm i do that for a living so i just get into this content mode and this something that you said that was like three t's of giving like you know time talent and building up the treasure and that is something that that is something that i'm taking with me today so i understand the 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 treasure part that is you giving off from your thing right and the time part how like you mentioned right these talents are something that a lot of us are just fixated on like i'm not able to sing well so there's probably not uh, not a lot of giving from my end but you mentioned like you know just being in the service part of it like just helping around right uh, doing doing certain things is also some sort of a giving and i'm i'm just trying to connect all of these things right like from a point of view of of a, of a believer who's planning on giving how much do you think like a person who's in crisis is supposed to be like i got to give all three equal percentage it's not like i am talented so i'm just going to be like 100% of this and the two can take a step back like what is this equation Okay see brilliant now I'll tell you it's it's sometimes what happens is the church has restricted our view of talents as only playing singing speaking now I'll give you an example there was a a a a girl a lady who was constantly writing to me uh, on Instagram during the lockdown and so much so that she would send me reminders that hey bro you were supposed to post this today you had you know 10 picture ideas that you were going to post and you know it's already 9 pm you haven't posted so she had this amazing ability of of reminding me of what i need to post <laughs> so i had this interesting conversation with her and uh, you know i mean she did it once i was like wow thanks for reminding she did it another two days later i was like wow thanks again for reminding and then i realized man she has a she has a talent a simple talent of just reminding me of stuff So I said hey I don't know what you do I don't know who you are I don't know where you live but if you'd be willing to uh, be a part of what I'm doing here I would love to have you on my team just for reminding me for stuff okay and today interestingly she is a part of our social media backend team and so I have a team that replies to all the social media whether that's Facebook Instagram very fast responsive and she's part of that team so i'm just saying that talent is not just about singing but everybody's got something it can be organizing it can be writing a to do list it can be you know it can be literally lit- literally anything and i think one of the key things of leaders is to be able to identify uh things in people that others don't identify and even what they wouldn't identify about themselves so it needn't be just singing or playing or speaking but it can be absolutely anything it can be um you know it can be literally like i i, I just uh, position one of our guys to be like hey i just want you to collect all the translations that people are sending of this latest song tu raj kare there are a lot of translations that are coming and people are writing and i'm not able to keep tab of it so like okay just help compiling all the translation that's your job that's it just chill do whatever you're doing but just compile all of it and make a folder and just send me that folder of audio notes and uh, pdfs so you know i mean that talent can be anything and we can be and you'll understand and discover there's so much that you can do for the kingdom so much more you know it's just about discovering i believe if people identify their talents beyond this limited set of like you know few things that we know man the the church will be a completely crazily innovative place yeah thanks sir sean does that does that help yeah 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 
okay shall it you, uh, you you i'm going to pick on something um um you know if you guys have a question after that we'll take that up but something that you mentioned so easily and so casually but i'm sure a lot of thought and a lot of uh, learnings have gone into that the order of how you you spoke you know giving saving investing and then spending uh let's be real for most of us uh, sometimes the order is other, the other way around right uh can you can you from your life or uh, something that you guys have been practicing intentionally how have you maintained that order you know where it's not about spending first but uh, kind of you know following that order every single time yeah so um yeah i you know i believe um, that uh, in the old testament you had the concept of the tithe you had 1/10 okay now the me the most f- funny thing for me in the church is in the new testament church we still hold on to the concept of the tithe but we don't hold on to the concept of the 10 commandments we don't talk about 10 commandments anymore for everything else there's grace but for the money part you know we all at least all tithe to milna chahiye but i'll tell you the new testament church when you see in acts 4 uh, and and so on and so forth you see that it was a church that uh, literally gave they sold their possessions and they came and gave so that was an overflow because in christ they understood so you know it all boils down to what our view of god is because what is the worst consequence that will happen you know in in life still you win in the gospel you still win what is the worst that can happen to you, you can die you can you know think about the worst that can happen to you and despite that in the new testament we understand that we are still winners more than conquerors and therefore these people were absolutely maniac they were literally psycho in a certain sense if you see that they would come and sell off everything imagine that means they they knew that they had something so much more to gain now over there i don't think they thought of equations like what will happen if i tomorrow and this and that they just sold and bought and gave it so i believe even the the generosity uh, you know is stirred up by the seasons of revival if there's a huge revival you know god will stir up people's hearts to come and give huge so much so that moses had to say listen guys just chill relax relax it's fine this is not more needed now it's just please put a full stop there so i'm saying that you know in our lives uh, we've always uh, you know we've we've always uh, given and so we basically lived our lives in such a way that whatever's come in we've always first given um and then you know basically live to so there's two ways that you can live there's a way that you can live where uh you know you you tell god uh how much you ask god how much to give or you the other way of living is you ask god how much to keep but everything is yours lord how much can i keep lord i need uh, i need uh, just like uh 100 bucks for an uber can i keep that because i really need to go to this uh, to this prayer meeting and lord can i i need like about 10000 bucks for groceries can i keep that uh, lord uh, i need like about maybe i think i need to save about uh, 10000 every month for xyz you know and this and so on and so forth can i do this and then so basically we live out of that conscious understanding that god all of this is yours so this is going to this this is going to that this is but lord this is the bare minimum i need to survive and we have been actually we've been survivors we've lived in a 1 bhk in mumbai uh we've always lived on like bare minimum minimalists minimum clothing minimum everything and god still uh has given us so much in abundance and we still feel the joy in fact our joy is that we have so many people that we can sow into 
you know so remember there's two ways of living lord i'll give from the leftovers or i'll give first and uh, you know uh, i I'll, i'll 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 can i keep this much for our survival and yeah yeah here's my thing quickly as i conclude that uh, the new testament church tithe should be an insult to you if you talk in terms of tithe tithe should humiliate you because because everything else has grace okay so i mean i'm i'm glad i'm glad the churches actually collect the tithe at least minimum because otherwise people won't even give that okay uh, it's human nature it's a same nature and as you want to keep you know but i'll tell you if you're talking in terms of tithing then that that should really make you ashamed because the new testament church is all about everything above tithe anything and above tithe is new testament church tithe is old testament church you know <laughs> I hope I've not pinched too hard. <laughs> We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.